Welcome in to another edition of the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? Welcome in. I'm DP Sidhu, and the 2022 NFL Draft is in the books. We've had, I don't know how many of the last few podcasts, last dozen or so, focusing on the draft and who the Texans might take. Well, we know the answers to that and the answers to so much more because the Texans drafted Derek Stingley out of LSU with the number three overall pick, uh, the cornerback, and then they added eight other players, three of whom are from the Houston area, six SEC players, and I had a chance to catch up with all of them. So this podcast is really just a recap of my one-on-ones with every single draft pick, in case you missed it, because it was on during Texans Draft Live, the radio program. Uh, I was covering the draft with the players. So as soon as the Texans would select the player, I'd get an interview with the players, and then we'd send that over to Sports Radio 610, and they'd play it throughout the broadcast. So I've got all those interviews for you packaged together nicely in this podcast. And uh, I think I think you'll like it because if you missed any of them, you can sort of get a, a sense of uh, who they are as a player, a little mini deep slant, if you will. So it was it was a great draft. It was a lot of fun because, first of all, we the Texans haven't had a first-round pick since 2019. And the last two drafts have been marred by COVID. So no draft party uh, with no first-round pick and then no live radio with a crowd. It's it's kind of nice to get back to all of that. And then not only just one first round pick, but two first round picks. And, you know, it was it was a lot of fun. A lot of draft day trades, four draft day trades for Nick Casario and the Texans, which set a franchise record. They actually traded five times because if you remember earlier in the week, the Texans traded some picks with the New England Patriots. So here is the recap of the entire draft. We'll sort of go through it round by round. Uh, let's start off with night one. Night one was the first round. Texans had number three, number 13 overall picks. Would they stay at both of those picks? Would they stay? Would they not? Would they trade up? Would they trade back? These were all big questions that we were asking and, and trying to guess what the answers might be. John Harris and I, we were actually at the draft party at the Miller Outdoor Theater to start the night. Johnny and I, we did a live pre-draft show from the party. We previewed the first round. We heard from Drew Doherty, who was on the red carpet in Las Vegas, who caught up with Daniel Jeremiah out of NFL Network. We answered fan questions. And then Johnny and I hopped over to the Sports Radio 610 table, booth, tent, whatever you want to call it. And then we did Texans All Access, and we were joined by last year's rookies, tight end Brevin Jordan and linebacker Garrett Wallow. So as soon as All Access was done, or my portion of it, I left. I headed back to NRG Stadium. And I covered the draft from there for the next three days. So we didn't have to wait long to see who the Texans were going to take with that number three pick. It was LSU cornerback Derek Stingley Jr., a lockdown corner, big part of that championship run, 15-0. and 0. Uh, the, I think the, the Tigers were 20-5 and 5 in his 25 games play there. And right after he was selected, I had a chance to catch up with Stingley. Hi, Derek. First of all, congratulations and welcome to the Houston Texans. You've had a few minutes to let it sink in. So what are the emotions going through your head right now? I mean, it's, it's nice, but I'm ready to get to work. All right. You're the first cornerback taken off the draft board. And I saw you at the NFL Combine. You said you were the best cornerback in this draft. So, you know, what does it feel like now to actually have that process behind you get to go to work with the Houston Texans and how surprised are you that it is the Houston Texans? Well, I, I'm, I'm excited to be with the Houston Texans now and there was no surprise at all. You got the call from Lovey Smith and Nick Casario. 
What do you think about getting to play for a defensive-minded coach like Lovey Smith? Mm-hmm. And uh, what were your impressions of him so far? Oh, that's probably the best thing. That's probably like the, the perfect situation for a corner. Uh, when when the when the higher up, they they know how it is out there um, in the secondary, especially on defense. So uh, I'm excited. And whenever I was out there, he was excited too. Like you can just you can just see um, during our conversation that we had that he was he was really excited and ready to get to work. Are you a part of a championship LSU team? You know, you've had a couple of years where you've battled back from injury, but then you really showed out at your pro day. What do you hope to bring to the Texans defense? I mean, they want to turn things around and start winning. What are some of the strengths of your game and and how do you really hope to contribute this year? One thing that's for certain is just I will I will always give like 100% effort and do whatever I can to, to uplift my teammates if they need it. And then if I need them to, to uplift me, I, I know that they'll be there for me. All right, Derek, how familiar are you with Houston and Houston barbecue and things of that nature? Not too much. I mean, I, I, I went out there for the visit and then I think I went like one other time, but I, I've never really been out there. All right. You got your work cut out for you, Derek, on the football field and getting to know Houston. But welcome to the Houston Texans. Can't wait to see you out on the field. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Next, the Texans traded back from the 13th spot to number 15. That was a big question heading into the draft because Nick Casario alluded to the fact that there were a lot of interested takers in that number 13 spot. So they were able to do that, traded a few spots with the Philadelphia Eagles. They got a fourth and two fifth round picks in the process, and they get the first of three local players. It's Texas A&M offensive lineman Kenyon Green. Kenyon started all 35 games of his collegiate career, including 13 at right guard in his first season. He was named to the SEC all-freshman team after that. He was a consensus All-American in each of his next two seasons. Let's hear from Kenyon Green. All right, Kenyon, welcome to the Houston Texans. Or welcome back to Houston, I should say. How excited are you that you get to continue your football career in your home state of Texas and really in your hometown of Houston? Bless. Bless. Uh, excited, really excited. Get, I'm ready to work, I'm ready to get to work, put my head down and grind. You've already got the Texans hat on, so can I assume you grew up a Texans fan? Did you grow up watching the team? Yeah, I, I grew up watching them. You know, I really didn't have a, a favorite team growing up. You know, I, I knew I was going to get to this moment, and, um, you know, play in the league one day. So I really didn't have a, a, a team in mind, but I always rooted for them, you know, because I'm, I'm a hometown guy. All right, doesn't look like you're in Vegas right now. So where are you watching the draft from? Where where were you when you got the news? I'm home. I'm in Houston, so I'm home. The background looks kind of familiar. It looks like Houston. So when Levy Smith called you, what was your reaction? Were you surprised? Did you think it was going to be the Houston Texans? Yeah, um, when I seen the 832 number, I already knew it was, it was done. And I, was, you know, I was standing in Houston. So what do you think about playing for Lovey Smith and this team and, and what you can do for it? You're a very versatile offensive lineman. You've played all over the line. What are some of the strengths of your game? And where do you feel like you might fit in and help? Uh, wherever they need me to fit in and play. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy that can go out there and play different positions. So, you know, I'm going to go out there and give you all I got. Well, you've got one advantage over you. A lot of rookies are going to have to get used to just getting around Houston and, and getting to know the city. What, what about for you? You're going to you're gonna just drive to NRG Stadium? I mean, you pretty much know the city pretty well, right? Oh, yeah. I, play, I played in that stadium multiple times. So, you know, I, I know it. I know it very well, very well. And what excites you the most about playing for your hometown team? Shoot, I can, you know, I can, I can rep my city. 
you know, hard. I already rep my city how it is, but y'all can rep my city. I'm playing for them. So I'm going out here and giving all I got. All right, Kenyon, we can't wait to see you back here in Houston again. Welcome to the Texans and congratulations. Thank you. All right, that's a wrap on day one. And Texans fans, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston so you can do more of what you love. Stream the game on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network and keep your home team happy with a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? All right, let's hit day two. The Texans are picking very early, so you don't have to wait too long. They had the number 37 pick in the second round. Who would they take? Well, they decided to take Baylor safety Jalen Petrie. He grew up in Stafford, and with Justin Breed's departure in free agency, Petrie fills a big need in the secondary. He was the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year in 2021. He led the Big 12 with 18 tackles for loss, three sacks. He also added three forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, two interceptions. And he wasn't hanging out too far from NRG Stadium when he got the call that he would be a Houston Texan. Jalen, congratulations. Welcome to the Houston Texans. I guess welcome to Houston again. You're you're from Stafford. I mean, what's going through your mind right now? Yeah, God doesn't make mistakes. You know, he put me right here, right where I grew up, put in all the work that I put in to get here. So, you know, he knows what he's doing, and I'm going to just continue to trust him and continue to put my best foot forward and, and work hard. All right, so what were you doing when you got the call? Who was with you? Where were you? I assume you're in Houston. Yeah, I'm actually like 10 minutes from the stadium. I was at my house that I grew up in my whole life. And um, it was my parents, my brother, my girl, my agent um, and his family. And, you know, just just here, just chilling, eating good food. And then I got the call and I was surprised because I thought it was somebody else calling me from an 832 number. And then I noticed it was the Texans. So it was a surreal moment for sure. You know, when we announced on the radio that you were the pick, John Harris, who's our sideline analyst, he said Jalen's going to be a real fun fit for this defense. I mean, how do you envision playing for Lovey Smith and how you might fit into this defense? What's your reaction to playing for him? Yeah, it's going to be great. You know, Coach Lovey Smith is a, a defensive guru. He knows what he's talking about. And, you know, I just look to learn as much as I can from him and, and to grow as a player while I'm with him. So, it's going to be great. Throughout the draft process, did you think it was going to be the Texans? I mean, had you met with them? Had they shown interest? Is this a complete surprise? Yeah, so the Texans actually was uh, one of my few visits that I had, my top 30 visits. And uh, when I went, it was it was all good vibes. You know, uh, the coaches were, were, were wonderful. And, you know, it just, it just felt good. It's just crazy that, you know, they actually – you know, believe in me and chose me at 37. You seem to be very versatile in your attributes. Can you describe sort of what your style of play is, who you maybe modeled it after, who you looked up to? Yeah, I would describe my play as instinctual, aggressive, another aggressive. Like, I just try to do everything full speed and make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming with, with vengeance when I get there. You know, I'm, I'm big on making sure that I know where I'm supposed to be and also know what my teammates are supposed to be as well. So I'm also have that leadership when I step into the door and just try to, you know, make the team better overall. And um, in terms of comps, I would say Tyron Matthew um, is a guy that I look after and try to, you know, pull bits and things from his game. Now we remember Tyron very well from his time here with the Texans. You seem to be around the ball quite a bit. You've got a lot of takeaways in that category. Three fumble recoveries, three forced fumbles, two interceptions. You get to play for a guy like Lovey Smith who really talks about takeaways. I mean, is that a perfect fit for you or what? I mean, how do you always seem to be around the ball? Yeah, I, it goes back to my film study and how much time that I put in off the field to make sure 
that, you know, I know what I'm doing when I'm on the field. But, you know, takeaways, I try to turn into an offensive player when I'm on defense. I'm always trying to get the ball and, um, you know, pull it out or, or get an interception when I can. So that's a huge piece. And I understand that that, that will change, you know, the team around very fast if you're getting turnovers. All right. Well, Jalen, enjoy the night. Congratulations. Welcome to the Houston Texans. And we love that you're staying in town. And uh, you only have a quick ride to NRG Stadium. So congrats right down on the big the night for you. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right. Now the Texans, they weren't supposed to pick until round three, but round two wasn't quite finished for Houston. Nick Casario trades his third round pick, which was number 68 overall, and two fourth round picks, 108 and 124, to jump back into the second round and draft Alabama wide receiver John Mechie third. Mechie had 1,000 yak yards, yards after the catch, the most in the Power Five. And Brandon Cooks, he posted on his IG story, he was excited to get to work with the young receiver right after the Texans drafted him. Mechie was injured during the 2021 SEC Championship game, but, but before then he had recorded 96 catches for a career-best 1,142 yards and eight touchdowns. Uh, he had a knee injury in that SEC Championship game. So we had a chance to catch up with him on that. Spoiler alert, it's great news. He also has a Taiwanese mother and a Nigerian father, so he grew up all over the world. And uh, we had a good time catching up with John Mechie III. John Mechie III, welcome to the Houston Texans. The Texans jump up in a big way to get a wide receiver here in the second round. What are your thoughts when you got the call when Houston made the trade? I was I was just happy. I was just happy. I didn't really have many words for it, but I was just happy. I was excited. Um, had a great time on the way in Houston, and I'm just um, extremely excited to get there. We saw that you obviously tore your ACL in the SEC championship game. I know you talked with our local media and give a little update on your rehab and how things are going. It sounds like things are really on the right track for you as far as your recovery goes. Tell us a little bit more about how you're feeling in that department. Yeah, I feel great in that department. Um, my knee's been doing really well. Um, I've always been ahead of schedule, really ahead of schedule for where I am. And I'm just excited, just ready to get back. Um, it's been doing well. No worries there. Um, no speed bumps or hurdles. So it's been good. I think of all the things that I've read about you, the one thing that really stands out is your route running capabilities and, and what a pro you are at running routes, your route tree. I mean, tell us a little bit about how you developed that and how you really made that such a big part of your game. Yeah, I think it's just being a student of the game, um, being a student of the game, watching just lots of studying, um, watching lots of guys and just uh, practice and adding those tools and taking pride in just being being a, a route runner. Uh, I get open type of guy. So um, just that. I found it really interesting that you actually have a relationship with Pep Hamilton, the Texans offensive coordinator, dating back to your high school days. How did that come about? How did you and Pep get to know each other? And what's that relationship like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Coach Hamilton was a um, a big recruiter of mine in high school when he was at Michigan. So we built a strong relationship then. And then it was cool to see him again um, in Houston. Um, and it was kind of just like we never left off. So it was great to see. And um, I'm excited to that I'm excited to have him as my coach. Had you had a lot of visits with the Texans? I mean, what was your pre-draft process like with this team? Yeah, I think um, Houston... I think Houston was my first visit. So they were definitely, I had a lot of visits, but um, I think Houston was my very first visit. So um, I guess that it's just. Um, I mean, Lovey Smith's a defensive minded coach, but what do you think about playing for him and then having Pep as an OC? What do you think about just being here with that coaching staff in place and, and then getting to catch passes from Davis Mills? Yeah, I think, I think it's just um, somewhere I thrive um, under coach Lovey Smith and coach Hamilton. Um, just, I get along really well with them. 
And I can't wait to actually get to do the football part with them um, and just play football. All right. You've been all over the world. I mean, you grew up in Canada. You lived in Ghana. I'm sure I'm leaving out some places. Have you ever been to Houston? I mean, Houston's a pretty international city. How excited are you to get to live here? And, and what do you know about Houston? Um, Yeah, I've been to Houston a couple of times. Um, some of my teammates from Houston. So, and I know it's an extremely diverse city, so I can't wait to be a part of it with my family, just with our diverse background. So um, I think it's, it's just the perfect place for me. All right, we are looking forward to it, John. Congratulations on becoming a Houston Texan. Can't wait to see you in person here at NRG Stadium. Thank you. The Texans then wrap up Friday night with their third round pick at number 75. Actually, it was number 80, but uh, when Nick Casario and Lovey Smith saw that this next player was still available on the board, they decided to move up five spots from number 80 to number 75. They couldn't believe he was still on the board, and no one was happier than Lovey Smith, according to Nick Casario. It was linebacker Christian Harris out of Alabama, Six foot, 225, 230 pounds, runs a 4-4, Casario said, uh, was someone that really fits the profile of a Lovey Smith linebacker in that 4-3 defense. And Christian began playing linebacker as a freshman at Alabama, but he has really done well for himself at the position. And here he is. I got a chance to catch up with him as well right after he was picked. Joining me now, Alabama linebacker, now Houston Texan linebacker, Christian Harris. Christian, the Texans moved up five spots to get you in the third round. What was your reaction when you got the call? Man, I was excited, speechless. Um, I was really just sitting there, I mean, obviously with my family. And, I mean, I just saw that call, and, I mean, instantly I started crying almost. So, I mean, as soon as I got on the phone, my eyes started tearing up. Um, I mean, I'm very excited. I, I love the defense that they have. I mean, they were able to show me how I was utilized. I'll be able to be utilizing their scheme and the success that I can have with that. And so, I mean, even thinking about John Mechie, too, as well, um, it's Derek's thing, like being able to play with those guys on the same team is, is definitely exciting for me. So, so John Mechie, your teammate at yeah. Alabama, you, you yeah. join him. The Texans go back to back. Alabama players. Uh, let's start with him. What's it going to be like playing with him again? Lovely. I mean, the same thing we did at Bama. That's the goal, obviously. I mean, we want to win. That's the main goal. I mean, he's going to do his thing on the side of that ball, and I'm going to do my side on the defensive side, like bring the best out of each other as we best we can on and off the field. I mean, that's what we did at, at Alabama. So, I mean, it helped us be successful. So, we got to keep that going. I'm excited. All right. You mentioned Derek Stingley Jr. Uh, you guys both grew up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So, yeah. you went to different high schools, but how well did you know him? I imagine it's not a big football world in Baton Rouge. Well, I mean, it. You know, there's a lot of a lot of good schools in Baton Rouge, but uh, now nah, I've known Derek for, for a pretty good time. Um, it's really like he used to come to our schools, our school a lot, uh, trying to do one on ones with us, like our receivers and DBs. And I was actually playing receiver and DB at the time, so I mean he'll be at DB. I'm at receiver. We're going at it one on ones, and uh, I mean we know we obviously had mutual friends, and that's a dog. I mean I trained with him at uh, I used to train with him back in Baton Rouge. I would train with him at, for the combine at EXO, so. It's kind of crazy just to see it all play out right now, how it is. All right, wide receiver and DB in high school, and then you switched to linebacker at Alabama. So, yeah. I mean, what sort of transition period was that like for you? I mean, how did that come about? I know there were a lot of injuries at Alabama that sort of forced you into playing linebacker, but is that what you expected? Was I mean, you really had a lot of success early on. What, I mean, what do you credit that transition to, you just doing so well at that spot? God. I mean, I'm believing in myself. My whole my whole decision, you know, coming to college, I mean, playing a position I never played before, going to Alabama, it was already a lot of people doubting me and, and all of that. So, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, I just bet on myself and I continue to do that and I will continue to do that. So, I mean, by doing that, I've had a lot of success letting God take the way. 
I mean, obviously, I've been having a, being blessed enough to play with a lot of great teammates um, who have that same mindset as me and who also want to be great. So being able to push my push myself and push them together, I mean, it's yeah, I'm I'm really I'm all over the place right now. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you weren't excited enough, I mean, you get to play for Levy Smith. And the one thing Levy Smith does say is that it's a very linebacker friendly defense, like linebackers love yeah. defense. So what have you thought about your meetings with Levy Smith? How much interaction did you have with them through this draft process? And, and did he get you pumped to play linebacker in the system? Should the Texans have drafted you? Most definitely. I mean, obviously looking at the teams that were uh, available, I mean, obviously I, I didn't think I was going to drop that far, but. I mean, I knew Texans were going into this draft with one of the teams that I knew I could fit in their scheme pretty well. Um, I mean, I had just took my visit there. I think that was my, my one of my last two visits, actually. So, uh, I mean, just being able to sit there and look at that defense and notice, okay, I'm going to be able to utilize my speed, my athletic ability, and be able to pick up fast and obviously, hopefully, I mean, have a, a huge impact for the team and, you know, helping us get more wins. So, I mean, my main goal at the end of the day is winning. Like, I'm doing whatever I can. So, just try to play my role and, and and get along with the guys there. Obviously, learn as much as I possibly can from the rest of the day. I got a new team, so that's kind of wanted to be a part of that. Our sideline reporter, John Harris, after you were drafted by the Texans, he said you will hear him on the field, and I'm not talking about his voice. He was talking about how he could hear – you could hear your hits, like you're a thumper uh, on the field, your hits on ball carriers. Tell us a little bit about the strengths of your game and, and what sort of player you are when you're out there on the field. I think I'm a very – I mean, for me, for one, I mean, already being from Alabama, I want to dominate every single one of my opponents, um, every snap that I possibly can. And I mean, I think that's, that should be your goal every single play. And I think, you know, for me, playing a lot of positions in my lifetime, I've been able to show my versatility playing, you know, linebacker now. So I mean, I'm able to sit in the box and, and move around a lot. And, uh, I mean, I'm really excited about that. Uh, what was what was the other question? I'm sorry. My emotions are skyrocketing. Right now. Like, it is crazy. Yeah. I'm just so excited right now. I'm sorry. We are excited for you. Don't be sorry. You get to reunite with John Mechie and Derek Stingley. We're excited to, to have you here with the Houston Texans. Christian, congrats. Um, enjoy the night. And you Thank know you. what? I, I love that you're so emotional. I, I, I feel it. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. So now the fourth round gets underway on Saturday. It's day three, and the Texans pick second at 107. And this pick was from the Lions via Cleveland, if you're keeping track. And the big question throughout the draft was, are the Texans going to take a running back? When are the Texans going to take a running back? The Texans need to improve their run game. Who is the next running back going to be? Well, now was finally the answer. Damian Pierce out of Florida. He was the fifth SEC player taken in the draft by the Houston Texans. And uh, his highlight reel is as fun as his personality. So in 13 games last year, Pierce rushed for 100 total times for 574 yards, 13 touchdowns. He also caught 19 passes for 216 yards and three touchdowns. So he he put up big numbers despite not really being a starter for the Gators. He only got one start last year. Pretty impressive considering the numbers that he was able to pull up. But what a fun character. He also goes by DP, so instantly I liked him. We hit it off right away, and this was probably one of the, the most fun interviews. And if you haven't seen his uh, video that I think the Houston Texans tweeted, it's hilarious. So here he is, Damian Pierce running back out of Florida. All right, joining me now, running back Damian Pierce, the newest Houston Texans. Didn't have to wait long, Damian. That Texans jumped right in there with the second pick. They turn in that pick so fast. So what is your reaction to becoming a Houston Texan today? 
Man, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you, God, because I was so nervous yesterday. Like, yesterday, I was so nervous, man. But today, you know, I was off the board early, so, you know, it's just it's just a blessing. You know, I'm stoked, man. I'm just ready to play football and put some pads on, man. Yeah, right now, you're not wearing a shirt. You do seem super energetic, and I <laughs> love that you met with the local media, and, and they asked you, what, what do you know about Houston? And do you mind telling me what your answer was? Because I thought it was quite funny. I said, they got pretty house and got pretty girls, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> ready to go. Your highlight film is tremendous, first of all. It seems like you do everything really well, pass protection. Uh, you're a great inside run, running back. What do you bring to this Texans run game? It's something that the Texans have really wanted to emphasize over the last few years and have really struggled getting the run game going. What do you bring to the ground game for them? Oh, man, I bring energy, first off. like I like getting my old linemen involved. You know, that's just the type of runner I am. You can ask any of my old lines from – Little league up until now, man. You know, that's that's one thing I want to do. I want to have high energy on the football field, especially if we're running the ball and, and if and if we're making an emphasis on running the ball. I want to make sure everybody involved, make sure everybody on the same page, you know. You know, let's go bulldoze all the way into the end zone if we have to. You are such a power back. I mean, we saw you at the NFL combine and our sideline analyst and draft specialist, John Harris. He tells this story really well that you showed up to the bench press wearing your UGG slides. And uh, you just announced yourself, and you put out 21 reps just like that. So uh, yeah, what about this? It could have been, been 24 if I had tennis shoes on because I ain't had no grip. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, tennis shoes. What about this whole draft process for you? Were you surprised it was the Texans? I know they saw you at the Senior Bowl. They liked what they saw. What have your conversations been like throughout this process? You know, my conversation with the Houston just kind of been like with everybody, man. You know, they really like me. High-energy kid. They like the way I run the ball. And – um. It really came down to if I'm on the board, when they're ready to make their pick, you know, third, fourth round, I'm their guy. And, um, you know, that would happen today. <laughs> you found the end zone a ton last year at Florida, but not a lot of carry. So does not getting the ball as many times as you wanted, did that sort of put like a fire under you? You know, how do you sort of view that now as, as you begin your NFL career? Oh, man, you know, that's, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, if I wasn't getting a lot of carries, but I'm productive in college, you know, Let's do the same thing in the NFL, you know, because, uh, you know, nowadays it's running back by committee. So, uh, you know, it's, you know, I got a lot of great guys, you know, sit up on it for the first couple of years, learn from, you know, kind of be, you know, kind of, you know, kind of have guys who are great mentors, you know, who've been in the position I'm in, you know, guys who got me through that, you know. You know, that's just, I'm just ready to play ball with some great guys, man, you know, especially in the running back room. You know, running backs, we got to stick together, man. You know, I'm just ready to get there. You know, I'm ready to see what the future holds, man. Well, the Texans fans are excited as well because uh, a lot of people wanted to see a running back get taken, and, you know, they're excited to see you join the Texans as well. So, Damian, welcome to the Texans. Congratulations, and we can't wait to see you down here. Yeah, man, thank you. I can't wait to get there. <laughs> All right, final stretch of the Texans draft, rounds five and six. In round five, the Texans had two more picks, but they're going to trade up 16 spots now to snag a Stanford linebacker in Thomas Booker. He's a smart, smart player. He's got a list of accomplishments and a rare familiarity with quarterback Davis Mills because the two played together at college. They were teammates, so I had a chance to catch up with Thomas Booker, what he thought about reuniting with Davis Mills and playing for the Houston Texans. Joining me now, Thomas Booker, the newest Houston Texan, the D-lineman out of Stanford. Thomas, first of all, congratulations. Uh, what's going through your mind right now as you find out you're now about to be a Houston Texan? And first off, thank you. Uh, thank you for the time. And it's crazy. I was actually, you know, sitting, trying to get some food in between, you know, watching the rounds and everything. And then I get a call from Houston and my face just lit up entirely. You know, this is something that I've dreamed about since I was in middle school. You know, so this has been, you know, years and not a decade in the making. 
you know, so I'm so excited to get down to Houston, help the team out, become a contributor anywhere I can. Um, and again, link up with my college QB, Davis. Yeah, I was going to say, you've already got the Houston Texans hat and you're reunited with Davis Mills, who was just at Stanford uh, a little over a year ago. You know, what excites you the most about coming to Houston? I saw that Davis's mom actually tweeted at you, congratulations, and said, you're going to love Houston and you're going to love the Texans. Yeah, no, it's so exciting. You know, this is a team with you know so many possibilities to go up from. So I'm just excited to add to that locker room uh, in any way I can, culture-wise, football-wise, um, off the field as well. You know, so this is something I'm super excited about, specifically with the coaching staff, with Lovey, um, with my D-line coaches. Getting to talk to them at the top 30 visit, you know, is one of the best things I got to do the entire offseason. So I'm excited to get working with them and grinding. All right, what did you like so much about the conversations? You, you mentioned that you liked it a lot. Tell us a little bit about the pre-draft process and, and how some of those meetings and conversations went. Absolutely. Yeah, no, what I loved about talking to the defensive line coaches is it's so clear, you know, that they are, are dialed in the details and have attention to detail to a different level. You know, when it comes to specific different alignments, to knowing, you know, how to, to play specific blocks, schemes, uh, pre-snap reads, all that. You know, I got to talk super, super nerdy football with them, you know, off the jump. So that's something I love doing. I think those little details are what, you know, turn you from a good player to a great player. So I'm excited to get to work with them, you know, and, uh, and transition that way as well. So I love that. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's hard to find words right now. <laughs> I am sure it is. And I know you play a little bit of three technique. You play on the inside of the D-line. For a lot of people that maybe don't catch a lot of Stanford games here in Houston, tell us a little bit more about your game, some of the aspects of it, the strengths of your game, where you feel like uh, you might really be able to contribute here. Yeah, so I'd say my biggest strength, first and foremost, is my suddenness, um, my change of direction, and my power. You know, I think that pops off the film, whether you see me at a four technique, uh, rushing a tackle, five technique, rushing a tackle, or down inside at three technique or two eye, or even at a zero technique with centers, right? So I think that's the first thing that pops off the tape. And yeah, no, I think that what I'm going to bring to the locker room um, and that team as well is, you know, somebody who's willing to learn, uh, first and foremost, who's willing to, you know, fail to get better. You know, I think a lot of that is, is important being able to understand what your shortcomings are to determine the strengths and make those strengths even stronger. So I'm a guy that I think can bring interior pressure in the pass game and that I can be an extremely stout run defender that knows, you know, the pre-snap breeze that will help me be successful in alignment and assignment. And I think you get an explosive defensive alignment that can get up the field and disrupt. You come from a really athletic family. Your dad played football at Wisconsin. How much did he really help you in your growth and, and development as a football player? Oh, man. No, my, uh, my dad was super helpful. So, again, we share the same name. I'm the fourth. So we got a lot of uh, Tom Bookerisms that we like to talk about, uh, little quotes from him that, that, are, that are great. I don't know how he comes up with them. But uh, one of them is, you know, keep your powder dry. And that's something I've been trying to do, you know, throughout my entire life and specifically today. You know, it's nerve wracking uh, trying to wait for your name to get called. So he kind of gave me that as a way to keep it even keel, um, stay level so that you can have consistent performance no matter what you're doing. So uh, definitely a huge impact on my, you know, pre-draft process, but just, you know, my entire life you know, as a person, as a student, as an athlete as well. All right. Tom Bookerisms. I like it. You also, I found it really interesting, senior vice president of your high school track team captain. I mean, you're obviously a great talker. So, you know, how does being a, a senior class vice president of your high school class, how does that sort of help you in the locker room and, and with teammates? Yeah, I think the, the way that I go about, you know, leadership, you try to find a way to make it organic, no matter what you're doing. And I think that comes down to like getting to know people you know, before you try to, you know, try any kind of leadership tactic, right? Some people respond super well to you talking to them. Some people just want to see you walk the walk, you know? So I try to make sure it's organic 
And that you got to earn that first and foremost, you know? So I'm a guy that's trying to earn my keep, you know, first and foremost, before I take the leadership role that, that I want to, you know, that's something I have to earn day in and day out, you know, camp, film, actual gameplay, you know, cause guys listen to, to people that are doing stuff on the field. So you got to earn that respect first and foremost, but I try to get to know everybody to see what their different, you know, likes and dislikes are. Well, we've had a pleasure getting to know you. Can't wait to get to know you a little bit more. Earl Thomas Booker, the fourth, Thomas Booker, welcome to the Houston Texans and best of luck. Can't wait to see you down here in Houston. Thank you so much. Go Texans. With their second fifth round pick, the Texans then add Oregon State tight end Tegan Quatoriano. Quatoriano last season played and started in all 13 games. He's more of a Y tight end, but he still put up 214 receiving yards, 19 receptions, three touchdowns, and he earned all Pac-12 honorable mention. He loves the tight end position. Here he is, Tegan Quatoriano, one-on-one on the Deep Slant podcast presented by Xfinity. Joining me now, Tegan Quatoriano, the tight end from Oregon State, is now the latest Houston Texan. Tegan, congrats. And uh, what are your emotions now as you find out that you're going to be in Houston before long? Oh, just pure excitement. Um, I, I, it's hard to even put into words. I just, the, getting that call, being around my family and just enjoying that experience was absolutely amazing. I wish I could just keep living it over and over again. <laughs> But um, I'm just excited. I'm excited to be in Houston and be a Texan and uh, get to work. All right. Well, John Harris, as soon as we found out that you were the latest pick, he said, uh, this guy is a wide tight end. He blocks and he blocks his guts off. So how would you describe your style mm-hmm. of play? I know you do more than just blocking, but tell us a little bit more about what you do on the field. Yeah, like he says, like, I give it my all. You never got to worry if I'm giving 100% or not, because I am. I'm going to give my – I want to win the game. Um, I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to put the team in a position to win and do my job. But I just – I feel like I'm, I'm a, one of the most well-rounded tight ends in this draft class, and I just, I'm just excited to prove it, prove that I can, I can be more than a one-trick pony. So uh, I'm excited. I'm just excited for the opportunity. Yeah, your role in the receiving game and in the run game, I want you to talk to us a little bit about that as well. I was looking at some of your stats. In your second season, you had an amazing 20 yards per catch. You, you only had, what, five yeah. catches for 100 yards uh-huh. and uh, scored on two of them. Yeah, I just I just did what I could with my opportunities. It's something, I mean, I once I catch the ball, I look to get to get up the field and and punish whoever's in front of me. So that's that's kind of the style of runner I am when I have the ball in my hands. And that's what you'll that's what you'll see on Sundays too this next fall. So at what point did you start playing tight end, Tegan? Um I started playing tight end when I basically right when I started tackle right when I started tackle football. So fourth grade maybe I started playing tight end. In fourth tight grade. End yeah. And, and I've been and, playing and- it ever since. No, no, you never had any itch to maybe play a different position or try something else or go, go defense. Why would I, why would I, I mean, I can, I, <laughs> it's just, it's the best position on the field. I think, I mean, I can catch the ball and I can smash people. So I think it's the best position. Um, I wouldn't want to play any other position, man. I'm just, and I'm just, like I've said, I'm just excited. I'm just so excited right now. We, you're not the only one that loves tight ends. Pep Hamilton, the Texans offensive coordinator, he loves multi-tight end sets as well. So uh, what about your meetings with Pep Hamilton and, and the Texans? How did they go? And, and what do you think about your role with the Texans, what it could be in this offense? 
Yeah, my meetings with the Texans have been great uh, with both the Titans coach and offensive coordinator. They've did both. They've both been great. Um, and they they've expressed, you know, that they have they have plans for me. So, I mean, obviously, I see myself. I'm a, I'm a wide tight end and I'll be contributing in the run game, but also be contributing in the pass game. And um, that's how I see myself as a player, just just a well-rounded player that takes pride in the run game and, and can make plays. So, well, you grew up in Oregon and now you get to move mm-hmm. to Houston. So what do you know about Texas? Have you ever been to Texas? Did you ever think you'd be living in Texas? I've never been to Texas before. Um, I've really? heard, I've heard, I've heard the barbecue's pretty good. I've also heard the, uh, I've also heard everything's bigger in Texas. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but um, yes. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited to, to live, live in Houston. I, I know it's a great place and uh, just to make the most of the opportunity. Well, Tegan, congrats, and you're not going to be disappointed by the barbecue. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can say that on behalf of all Houstonians and Texans here. Uh, welcome go. to the Houston yep. Texans, and uh, best of luck. Can't wait to see you down here. Tegan Quatoriano, latest Houston Texans. Thank you so much. That was Tegan Quatoriano. Now it's the final round for the Texans. It's underway. It's Well, it's only round six, but the Texans don't have any more uh, six-round picks or a seventh-round pick. So round six, pick 205. The Texans, they dealt their other six at 207. So uh, they're going to finish the draft pretty much the way it started with an LSU player. And this time it's offensive lineman Austin Deculus. He was also a part of the 2019 15-0 championship run with Derek Stingley. But then... He went on to appear in 61 games. It's more games than any other player in LSU school history. He started at right guard last year in 12 games. He played 829 offensive snaps. A lot of, lot of experience at the offensive line position. And here he is, final draft pick for the Houston Texans in 2022, Austin Deculus, the offensive lineman out of LSU. Joining me now, Texans offensive lineman Austin Deculus out of LSU, the final draft pick of the 2022 NFL Draft. Austin, you grew up in the Houston area, so what what are the emotions going through your mind right now? It, you know, it, it's it's this. I'm kind of it's surreal right now. You know, there's there's 32 opportunities, and you know, like you can literally be going from East Coast, West Coast, up North, and then down South. And the fact that I was able just to come back to my home state and being able to represent for that organization is like, it's in disbelief. It's surreal. All right. Is it true that you grew up just down the road from the stadium or you attended games? You attended some Texans games? I literally only lived like maybe 45, 30, 45 minutes away from the actual stadium. Uh, And then I remember going to my first ever Texans game whenever I was in Little League. So just being able, and so it's always, it was always in my backyard. I've been to every like all kinds of events there too, from the livestock show and rodeo, stuff like that. And then being able just to go back to where I've been walking through, never been able to step put foot really on the field before besides playing at LSU at a practice here and there. But it's going to be surreal just being able to lace it up, just being able to represent for Texas in Texas, you know, just coming back home. It's going to be really cool. You went to Cypher High School and our CEO – and mm-hmm. Chairman Cal McNair also went to Cypher High School. So did you have yes, a chance to talk to Mr. McNair about that? Yeah, yes, ma'am, I did. He actually, uh, we have a saying over at Cypher that uh, Bobcat fight never dies. And he, that's the first thing he told me. He's like, <laughs> you went to Cypher, right? I said, yes, sir. He said, I got one thing to tell you. And then that's when he said, uh, Bobcat fight never dies. I said, yes, <laughs> it, was, it was an amazing moment. Just, it was, it's crazy because how small of a world it really is. It really is. 
It really is. And it's, it's such a small world because the Texans kicked off their draft with an LSU player as well. Derek Stingley Jr. You yep. two both played on that uh, LSU championship team that went 15 and 0. I mean, what a cool experience was that. And now to reunite with Derek Stingley here again, you know, what does he bring to this team? What do the two of you bring together, especially with everything that you learned that really special season that you both had at LSU? Most definitely. With, uh, everybody knows with Derek, again, the lockdown DB that everybody knows and, and already knew that he was. So his overall skill is never going to be a question. He's going to come out the gates just with his hair ablaze and going to be on fire. With both of us being part of that championship team and just both of us being able to go through the process, go from national championship and then just being trying to uh, hold our teams together through these past two seasons, you get two guys with extremely high character and they're extremely high locker room guys. You're going to get amazing people on and off the field. All right, you have played in 61 games for LSU, which is more than any other player in school history. No one's actually played in 60 or more games for LSU. What about for yourself? How did that really prepare you for the NFL? First of all, you're playing in the SEC, and then you're getting all those extra games that you get to see some experience in. You know, how did that really help you develop as a player? And, and tell us a little bit about your game as an offensive lineman, what, what you bring to the field. Yes, ma'am. Uh, you know, just being able like to – go through that overall time period just to improve each and every uh, that you play and like that you lace it up with NFL talent. You see every, every in each draft that literally the, uh, the SEC talent has all the rest because the SEC is the best. And I feel like playing as many games as I have, it really gives me that durability aspect and that overall, like the tough guy aspect that I pride myself on that I feel like, I said before all this happened, I say it again, that I, I'm the most durable person in this draft. You're not going to find somebody that's tougher than me. That's going to, I'm going to be hard to kill in the sense, you know, but like overall, I feel like the best ability to have an offensive lineman is availability. And I feel like that's my, my biggest strength. What about this pre-draft process? Did you meet with the Texans? Had you talked to Lovey Smith and Pep Hamilton? You know, were you surprised that it was the Texans or, or did you have any sense that this is where you might end up? Uh, you know, it was I really had like no specific clue where I was going to end up. But I have I did talk to the Texans. I talked to our, our offensive line coach there. He came visiting. We talked ball. We he worked me out at our, at our pro day and then being able like to go and like pick his brain and like get to know him as a person and like go to dinner with him and stuff like the, the normal visits and stuff like that. Just being able like to like sit down, like face to face and like start to build that chemistry that's going to be possibly going to keep on going for the next couple of years. So. All right. You join a couple of other Houstonians as part of this rookie class. So when you move back to Houston, what are some of your favorite restaurants that you get to hit up again? Uh, most definitely. Oh th yeah. That's a, uh, there's always been Kelly's the, my favorite breakfast spot. That's always been a, a fan favorite for me. Dang. That's a, that's a tough I question. I would think as an offensive lineman, you'd have this list ready to go. Your restaurant uh, list. I, you know, everything's coming at me so fast. I got to remember <laughs> where I'm going to be. <laughs> And I already like just being in Houston so much. I've I've already known that Houston has, you know, all like all the uh, the Tex-Mex, all like the amazing Hispanic uh, restaurants and everything. Like personally, I grew up whenever right by Cy Fair was my favorite uh, little taqueria I would go to get burritos with me and my teammates afterwards. So that might be one of the first places I have to hit up. For, but which uh, which which place again? La Taqueria Mi Tierra. Okay. But, Literally, like, right by Cy Fair. So I, I'm pretty sure this, the CEO has been there a couple of times as well. I, I, just, <laughs> I was going to say, you should ask Cal McNair if he wants to join you for a taco sometime. I'm sure he'd love to. Most definitely. Most definitely. I, we're going to have to go out to eat, for sure. <laughs> All 
All right, Austin, looking forward to it. Congratulations on becoming a Houston Texan. Can't wait to see you here in Houston once again. Welcome back. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm excited for this, for this journey. All right, so there you have it. All nine picks from the 2022 NFL Draft, exclusive one-on-ones, exclusive deep slants that we got a chance to get the reaction and chat with them right after they were selected. So a lot of fun to do during the draft process and a lot of fun to get to know these players. So you can check out HoustonTexans.com. We've got accompanying stories and a social media reaction from around the league with each of these picks. Just guys that are currently playing for the Texans, former Texans players, and, uh, you know, media analysts from around the NFL that really liked all these picks and, and what they liked about them as well. Highlight reels, all that and more. Uh, so we'll we'll be hearing from more of these these rookies in the next few weeks. Rookie minicamp will get underway in just another week. And then, of course, OTAs will kick off later this month where the rookies and the veterans and the new free agents will all be on the field together. So can't wait to see this team come together for 2022. But that's going to do it for the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Texans.